Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Wednesday. It's Rob and Sue. It's our Monday. We weren't here Monday due to the holiday, and we were here yesterday due to the ice. May not be here Friday due to the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to get wild again, maybe. Yeah, I guess Thursday. Uh, well, this stuff may not all melt off, and then they're saying Thursday night we could get another round of it. <clears throat> all right. Well, craziness out there. My wife had her flight canceled at PDX today. She had an Uber to the airport, canceled, had to go home. Where was she going? San Diego. Ah. Uh, going on a little work trip. Ah. Uh, uh, that got pushed, though, because... Uh, that hurts. And she got upgraded to first class because so many people hadn't shown up. So she was like mm. stoked to get on the plane. And then just, no. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing that uh, half inch ice on the plane probably is the best of things. Uh, they actually ran out of de-icer, is oh, what they yeah. told Yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, who was the, uh, was it Kyle Boshi that was tweeting? Probably. He, he was on a flight and he was sitting on the tarmac waiting to be de-iced at 8.30 this morning. His tweet went out at like... 12.30 or 1, they were still sitting there waiting to be de-iced. <laughs> They'd been sitting on the plane for four and a half hours. Jeez. Thank God my wife just got turned around. I mean, that, that's better than sitting on the tarmac. Yeah, that's tough when you're... I, I've had I've had that before where you're just sitting on the plane and they're like, half hour, half another half hour, like three hours go by and you're like, oh my God. You're like, you don't even care at that point. You're like, get me off the plane. Well, I, for one, would like to take credit for being here. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people didn't think... Uh, We'd show up. We're cookie dough soft because we are, but uh, we're here. True story. We made it. That's right. And we're here for you. And we've been here for you for the last two hours and eleven minutes. So you you're did. welcome. And we'll be here for another two hours. Well, yeah. One one forty and one forty nine. And I uh, can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, you like that? Like that very much. I've got. Um, oh, I've got. Should they have turned the plane around part 65 
We know, and we know where you're going with that one. Should they have turned the plane around part 66? Mm. They have two different should they have turned the plane around stories. <laughs> and Rob, now, I'll, I'll tease it Rob's, by saying this. Rob's agenda. Well, well, yes. But I will say that in this instance, these two stories, one of them turned around, one of them didn't. Really? One and of I'm, them all soldiered through? Yeah, and I'm wondering if you can guess which one. All right. I'm intrigued. Give me the, in the club, lay out the circumstances yeah. and we'll go A or B. I will. Um, this hour we'll get back to our NFL playoff pepitas. Got to talk about that Rams Lions game. Haven't talked about that yet. No, my Motor City Kitties, my Houston Texans. I mean, come on. Uh, right now though, the hot, very hot, five at five. Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Well, Jim Harbaugh is leveraging everything he can before he makes a decision on his future. <laughs> no way he's going back to Michigan. He has already interviewed for the Chargers and Falcons vacancies. Now, reports are he is looking for a clause in any extension he may sign with Michigan to make it harder to fire him with cause. Uh, basically, he wants immunity from termination for any findings or punishments as a result of the not one but two current NCAA investigations into his program. He also wants the buyout to be pushed back uh, until he can further make, uh, like, he, he, even if he signs the contract, he doesn't want any buyout until, like, the end of the NFL uh, cycle happens. Yeah. He's basically telling Michigan, well, I, I'm going to the NFL unless I can't get a job, and then you will grovel to have me back. Well, he's... You know, you're you're the hottest guy out there. Yeah. Like, well, and, and to be fair, two years ago they get what you can get. They man. made him make coaching changes. That's they right. made him take a salary cut, all that, and and he did it. Hey, and now the shoes on the other foot. That's right. When you're in his position, you leverage the s out of that. He ain't coming back to Michigan. He gone. Seahawks will interview Dan Quinn for their head coaching vacancy tomorrow. He just finished interviewing with Carolina today, I guess. So despite the abysmal performance of the Dallas defense. Dan Quinn is is a real commodity out there in the NFL. The Seahawks will also interview Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris on Friday. Um, Just to see where Pete Carroll said that uh, <laughs> the reason why he got the reason why he had to step down was because people that don't know anything about football were making decisions, aka Burt Cold. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he didn't say don't know anything about football. That aren't football he said guys. aren't football people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I did see that. Burton Jody. Uh, the Seahawks have also requested an interview with Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Uh, as for their current offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, uh, the Saints want to talk to him about their uh, OC vacancy. Uh, there is a report that Colts owner Jim Ursay is not sick. Rather, he was found unresponsive the morning of December 8th from a drug overdose. Yeah, they said he was unresponsive and blue. He was given Narcan on his bathroom floor. What? I thought Jim Irsay said that he's fine. He doesn't exactly. have any problems. Power rank your worry meter. Uh, Jim Irsay, Jerry Jones, Phil Knight, Robert Kraft. It's good. Oh, number one clearly is Irsay. He's the he's by far the youngest. And it doesn't matter. He is he is number one by a landslide. Jerry one day will will go. 
I feel like Robert Kraft looks the the frailest, but he'll hang on forever. Dude, he didn't look good in that press. So I'm going Phil Knight three, and then Robert Kraft will be that guy that just he, he will he will he will be 95. That's my power rankings. Star Bama safety Caleb Downs has entered the transfer portal. He is one of 22 Crimson Tide players who have entered since Nick Saban left. Dude, their roster has been gutted, and not just with your your standard depth guys. You know, stars, foundational pieces, freshman stars, top recruits. I mean, this is this is bad for Alabama. And remember, anyone that's worth a damn at this point has already found a place in the portal. Yeah, they're saying Downs is probably the number one player in the portal. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, Georgia is the favorite to get him as he is from Georgia. Yeah. Uh, former Beavers receiver Silas Bolden is headed to Texas, and the Ducks got another transfer today. They got uh, the DB from Duke, Brandon Johnson. He will have one year remaining. Really good, and is still the favorite to land uh, Muhammad from Washington. Mm. Their corner, Was- Oregon secondary, could be mm. really nasty. Oh, and by the way, the other one that people are saying is that the Alabama players had been taking what was called the Saban discount, and the Saban discount is no more. That The Alabama NAL maybe wasn't paying what others were but it was the idea of you went there because of Saban and the development and now that that's gone I mean Isaiah Bond showed up to Texas signing day in a Lamborghini as he should (laughs) seems Um, seems good the Pacers just got better Indiana acquires all-star forward Pascal Siakam in a deal with the Raptors Toronto gets Bruce Brown and Jordan Nuara more importantly the Raptors get three first round picks two in 2024 and one in 2026 Hey, good for Indiana. I mean, picks. I mean, they're they're in. They're they're going in, and um, you know, people were laughing at Toronto asking for three picks for Siakam. Well, they got it, and Indiana's got a nice little combo there with Halliburton and Siakam. The Blazers have just one win in 2024. That was in Brooklyn, and the Nets are here tonight to try to get revenge. As I'm sure that's what they're thinking. <laughs> that one, that on the worst road trip in the history of the NBA, the only win was over you. DeAndre Ayton is uh, probable, believe it or not. Oh, and the Warriors Jazz game was postponed tonight due to the death of Golden State assistant Dijon Milojevic. Uh, yeah, I guess he had a heart attack, like at a team function, like at a team dinner. He was only, what, 45, 46, 46 years old? 46 years old. Good Lord. And the Cowboys are retaining Mike McCarthy. Jerry Jones comes out and says he will not be making a coaching change. The old fat butt enters the final year of his deal. You know, for all the talk that Jerry Jones, like, we always make it out like Jerry's some sort of meddler and he's just this dip-ass owner that interferes. Jerry Jones does not, he's the exact opposite of that. Yeah, I'm sure he meddles, but he's given up control. He's no longer the GM. He's turned it over day-to-day to his kids. Like, you know, we, we know, like, the Johnny Manziel stuff, like, that he gets vetoed and they're like, no, Jerry, that's not happening. And... Like people act like he just knee-jerk fires people. It's not the case. In fact, I would make the argument that Jerry holds on to people longer sometimes because he's very loyal. Well, he certainly waited far too long to fire Jason Garrett, yeah. and it appears to be he is waiting far too long to fire Mike McCarthy at this point. So, I mean, but like from the Ezekiel Elliott stuff, and yeah, they just we just got to stop with the narrative that Jerry's just out there like Yosemite Sam in this thing, making wild decisions, and he's just he's not. Victorico's Mexican food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. We'll get back to our pepitas next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Nope. All right, let's wrap up the wild card weekend. I know it's Wednesday, but we haven't had a chance to talk about any of these games with you. No. And that hurts us deeply. I mean, it doesn't really, but it's we a, showed up to talk to you about it. It affects us. How about that? Yeah. I wanted to talk about it on Monday. I had a buildup of hot takes. I know you did. So did I. Well, and they were usually anti-hot takes because I, the overreaction to one playoff game is just amazing. Yeah, Dan Quinn should never get another job. Yes. Tua Tungavailoa is the worst quarterback in the history of mankind. Yep. Jordan Love is a Hall of Famer. Yep. And the Green Bay offense can't be stopped by anyone except for all the good teams that they've played this year. Uh, what else we got? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and the Philadelphia Eagles are the worst team in NFL history. Well, that one. Well, they kind of are. I mean, <laughs> I saw a, a stat today. <clears throat> Somebody put together <clears throat> the point differentials, the final point differential for all teams that started 10 and 1. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's like, I don't know. 40 teams on there. Yeah. Because a lot of teams have started 10-1, maybe more. Yeah. Uh, there's only one that ever ended up with a negative point differential. Is that Philadelphia? Philly. Well, They were on the bottom of the list. The idea that a team goes to the Super Bowl last year and, and should have won it. If the defense just shows up at all, they win that Super Bowl. Right? And they bring back essentially the same team. I mean, unless Hargrove and, you know, one or two guys. But, for the, and, and by the way, they actually... Got to bolster their roster. Like, you just look, there was no weakness anywhere on that team. And then they start out ten and one, and it may not be the prettiest ten and one, but it's ten and one. What would have? What would the odds have been in Vegas at ten and one for the Philadelphia Eagles to end with eleven victories? They did not get to. Tw- I, 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 would they even take that bet? Probably not. I mean, that's insanity. I know. No one would have bet it. And yet, here we are. I know that's and, why sports sports are great, man. This is why things like this, the unconventional, happens all the time. Yeah, it's crap you can't predict. It is. It is the it's ultimate. Wild. You said it earlier. It's the ultimate soap opera, but it's not scripted. You know, it's just these these so things they happen. Say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a little skeptical after the Cowboys getting smoked. Boy, just I, I, again, that seems scripted. At least the Cowboys. I mean, I guess you could see them both coming because, like. The Philly one, you just saw the the last six weeks have just been so bad. And like they keep saying, oh, we can get this turned around and we have a lot of belief. Well, you were yeah. dog mess. But the Dallas one. That was a crazy amount of give up. It was. For, for a playoff game, I don't think I've ever seen a team give up like that in it's, a playoff game. It's pretty unique. The, 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 the lack of tackling, the lack of blocking, just. There it, must be some real problems. There is. There's, there's this. And that's why I, I don't I said, know what it is, but they're. 
I mean, well, and 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 that's where if you want to go down the road of of who should stay, who should go, like McCarthy ended up staying. The Dallas isn't going to fire him, which you know you can agree with, disagree with, whatever. Disagree. Yeah, and that's fine. But the idea, if one of those had to go, what happened in Philadelphia is way worse than what happened in Dallas. It's not even close. I think that's right, but they just got came off the Super Bowl. So that makes it a little, you know. You like just, McCarthy continues to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, he's one in four. Sirianni just went to the Super Bowl. You wonder, though, so Sirianni, when he gets there, he has the awful press conference. He looks over his skis. They're, they're weird, awkward offense. Nothing's working. And then they go out and they get Steichen and, and Gannon. And all of a sudden, things start changing. It, it's... And now that both of those guys are, are gone and you're seeing the Steichen offense kind of rear its ugly, or the, the Steichen, the Sirianni offense rear its ugly head, you are an offensive guy. Nick Sirianni is an offensive guy. And find me right now, outside of Carolina, a worse offensive scheme. I'm not talking about performance. Guys can have bad performances. Dak had a bad performance. The Cowboys offense had a da- or bad performance. They're dropping balls. They're, the, the, the pick six is inexcusable that he threw there when that was still a ball game. I mean, it was this, it just broke their back. But to watch Philly play just from a scheme standpoint, the lack of preparation, the lack of help to their quarterback, what that is, it, it's, it's criminal. There's only one answer promote Matt Patricia to offensive coordinator. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't yeah. get through it with a straight face. No. I'm sorry. He, yeah. That guy's a joke. Eagles, yes. whatever. Okay. The Bucks, Eagles, eh. I mean, look, easy bet. Eagles melted down. We saw it coming. They've even told you it was coming. Yeah. <clears throat> Good luck. Super Bowl losers, man. That thing is real. It is a death sentence the next year. Now, Lions-Rams. That was now, a great game. that game. That was awesome. Lived up. Yeah. That was the one that lived up. And it was so fun to see because, like, Cleveland has a terrible track record, but screw the Browns. I'm rooting for Cleveland. Were you surprised how bad they got their ass kicked? I mean, Houston looks good, but... No, I'm not, man, because dude. I've been saying it for weeks, that the Joe Flacco thing... Yeah, but their defense is supposed to be good. Yeah, it got shredded. It got, it got shredded. Isn't I just wild? The Browns' defense, the Cowboys' defense, the Eagles' defense all got shredded. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about Cleveland, and... This is why the Cleveland one doesn't surprise me. Have you looked at the starters that are not participating for the Cleveland Browns? I mean, it's on just defense across the board. I mean, no. it's it's just they I didn't are, know they were that banged up. Dude, they are decimated. Huh. I mean, it's it's a shell of the team that we thought. And it was being held together with with glue and sticks and anyone and that, Joe Flacco. That's the part. To God, the the the, the, the media narrative that Joe Flacco was this savior. We, we I've been saying it for weeks. It will bottom out. There's a reason why Joe Flacco is not in the NFL. Yeah, and, it, saw that. and it reared its ugly head. So that but he one, had been playing. I mean, come on, he had been, been playing really well. Well, we we see it from week to week, but it wasn't the one that one didn't shock me. The Philly one didn't shock me. Green Bay Dallas shocked me. Uh, and then, the, like you said, the, the the Rams and Lions was just, that was the game because, like I said, with Cleveland, I'm not rooting for Cleveland. Um, you know, like Philly and Tampa, I don't think those are great stories. The Lions and what they've been through, 30 years not winning a playoff game, and Dan Campbell is universally, uh, he's a, he's a mm-hmm. likable guy. What golf has been through and being discarded and having to be rebuilt and what that team means to that city and a city that's taken it on the, on the chin for years and years. 
That was that's great. I'm sorry. I was watching that game, and if you if you don't have a team to root for, if you're not pulling for the Lions, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's America's team. It's not it was, the Wolverines. Uh, it's the Lions. Cool moment for Detroit for sure. Yeah. Although I will say, Matthew Stafford was really trying hard to get me to root for him. Yeah. Um. I he I love him. I he, that dude is so effing tough. Yes. And so good. Although his new veneers are a little shocking, <laughs> it's, it's, but he is. Yeah, he's a, he's made Dude, a granite. He's made a granite. He is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, he's tough as nails, but that had to have been a concussion, right? I would think. Like, I mean, that's what Collinsworth was saying. Oh, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, it looks like yeah, that <laughs> doesn't look good at all. Look at that. Look <laughs> at his hands are all. He comes back. Oh, man. Like, I'm all right. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I mean, my God, man. <laughs> so I was kind of, I had money on Detroit. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't cover, so yeah. I was pulling for them. But Stafford, I love that guy. And I I'll, think he's awesome. And I'll. I'll and I know it's not going to be recognized by anyone, um, you know, because obviously, I mean, they, they they snuck their way into the playoffs and they, they lose in the first round. The best coaching job in the NFL this year, and I don't even think it's close, and there's some really good ones. What Ryan's did down in Texas with a young defense and a young quarterback, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, there's a lot of, of uh, obviously, what, what Harbaugh's doing in, in, uh, in Baltimore. There's a lot of really good uh, coaching jobs across the NFL. I think what um, they did in uh, what Stefanski did in Cleveland to keep that mash unit together was an amazing coaching job with all the quarterbacks and then you know Joe Flacco. There is not a better coaching job in the NFL than what Sean McVay did with the Rams. Going into this season on paper, you could make an objective argument that that was a bottom three or four roster in the NFL, and there were multiple times this year that you thought that that team was going to roll over and die, and they just kept coming, and they got I mean. Fifth round pick and in, in Puka Nakua having the greatest season a rookie receiver arguably has ever have. You got a guy like Kobe Turner that comes in and and looks like the second coming of Aaron Donald. A bunch of young linebackers and secondaries that we had never heard of, and they're playing their ass off. And the Rams absolutely could have won that game. And we're a team that coming into the playoffs at ten and seven that no one really wanted to play. That was the best coaching job in the NFL this year with Sean McVay and. Outside of obviously, you got Andy Reid, and there's some really good coaches. Sean McVay is as good a coach in the NFL that we've seen in in, in decades. Until he punts like a coward, because <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Like a little bitch. <laughs> we'll get to that coming up next. It's five thirty-two. Here is Schultze. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. So here's the sitch. 
Sean McVay, excellent football coach. Yes. If I had to start my NFL team and I got to pick any coach, that's your guy. I'd take Sean McVay. So they are down 24-23 in Detroit, and he has 4th and 14 at the Detroit 44 mm. with 4 minutes and 15 seconds left in the game. And he punted. Now, I'm guessing a lot of people didn't bat an eye at that because it was 4th and 14. Yeah. But I don't know about you, the thing that I thought about, and I think they did point it out on the broadcast eventually, was he only had one timeout. They had burned two timeouts earlier in the second half. But you had the two-minute warning. Yeah, but still, that that's two first downs, and Detroit's yep. uh, off to the races uh, with the win. And that's what happened. And that's exactly what happened. So, you know, and, and the other thing is, is, if you go for it and don't get it, it doesn't necessarily mean you, you know, still don't get the ball back. No, because if you hold them to a field goal in that, let's let's yeah. say you, you do give it up, but you, you, you don't get it. And, and Detroit gets a short field. If you can hold them to a field goal, it's yeah. still a seven-point game. Yeah, and so, and you know, the same thing could happen if you go for it on fourth and 14. They get two first downs and you you lose. But, well, at least then you got a chance to go for it on fourth and 14 yeah. and get the first down and keep the ball and get, kick the go-ahead field goal. Yeah. So it was a really bad decision by McVay. I, look, it I, was. That was a really bad decision. And the main reason being it was only the one timeout. Now, if you have all three timeouts, pin them. Hopefully get a stop, use the two minute warning if you if you have to, and you get the ball back. But man, that's there's just really not much downside in going for uh, the first down there. No, but at the same time, look, I understand where you're coming from. I didn't have a problem with it, <clears throat> mainly because the odds of and I don't have it off the top of my head, but I I, I think fourth and fourth and and more than ten, like you're you're literally talking about you know. 15% the the chances of, of that and you had held Detroit at bay um you know they had only given up whatever it was 20 is it 27 I think they only scored 3 in the second half yeah your defense had been playing real well at that point it's not like there's a minute and a half left they do have to get multiple first downs in order to kill that um i, I just i don't have a problem with that now i understand hindsight when when the other team goes down and gets a couple first downs and, and goes victory formation what are you going to do? Well, I just don't think there's much downside in in going for it. Yeah, but whether you give it to them on the their own forty four or give it to them wherever the, the, wherever the punt ended, I don't even know where it was. Maybe the ten or eleven. The offensive holding, and this is why <clears throat> penalties are just killers. The I mean, it was the holding penalty. Yeah, you know, because they got the first down. They got the first down. But when when you if that thing is fourth and seven, I think fourth and eight, I think they go. But fourth and fourteen, <clears throat> because at that point, you know, when it's fourth and fourteen like that. The reason why those conversions are just so low is you can play, you can put toes at the, you know, 14 at the, you know, 14 yards deep and just bring pressure and force the, the quarterback to get rid of the ball. And then at that point, you're basically saying that your only chance of completing that is to either just throw one up down and, and, and hope to God someone makes it or, you know, you're getting yak. It's going to be a, a four to six yard completion and you're relying on a broken tackle. Now you do have Puka Nakua and you got, you got Cup. Higby had already been hurt. He blew out his knee that, that series, but... I just think that's one of those at fourth and 14, fourth and, and less than 10. I'm right there with you at fourth and 14. I have a hard time 
because of the way it turned out. I, I can't go back and say revisionist history. I had that slight moment when I was watching it being like, oh, I wonder if he's going to go for it. Nah, I'd probably, knowing me, I'd probably no, punt it, it the too. The key is the timeouts. The timeouts. That so. was it. Yep. That changes everything. So many no calls in that game. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they weren't calling anything. Nope. On either side. Nope. They were, and you know what? I, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it too. I'm fine. There was, there was the one, the, the, it should have been a, I think it was Nakua. He, he kind of grabbed him and turned him. I just hate <clears throat> when every little thing that a DB does to a receiver draws a flag. It drives me nuts. Like it's, it's. I yeah. think if you really do turn him, if you affect him, by all means. But man, sometimes the illegal contact and the hands to the face, or not hands to the face, but um, just illegal contact or the holds that get called in the secondary, they they drive <laughs> me nuts when they don't impact it. So I'd much rather see a game that's officiated like that, where they let it go a little bit. Rather than one of these where you just see flag after flag after flag. So now that the Lions have won a playoff game, do you know who has the longest active drought without winning a playoff round in pro sports? Oh, in pro sports, not the NFL? No. Well, one of them is in it. There's two teams with the longest. They're not tied, but one and two. One is an NFL team. One is not. I believe... I don't know the NFL team. I'd have to think about that. But I believe that the Buffalo Sabres are uh, on on the no-win streak in the NHL. It is not the Sabres. Can no? I throw the Orlando Magic out of the NBA? They've been pretty bad for a long time. It is not the Magique. This boy, one's surprising. I, I thought, because the Sabres for a long time were, and they made the postseason, but I didn't think they won. Uh, okay, so one's an NFL. 1995. What sport is the other one in? Uh, baseball. Baseball? Yeah, hmm. baseball. It's not the Rays. The Mariners are off that list. They now. lost in the NLCS in 1995 and did not have not won a playoff round since. NLCS? <clears throat> uh, God, who made one? They haven't won? Is that the Brewers? Oh, that's not bad. Nope. Dang it. And it's not the Twinkies. Um, NL. I know you said NL. Uh, it's, it's, it's a white. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It's the Cincinnati Reds. Ow. Yeah. Huh. So forgettable. Boys ass. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. You right. piece of garbage. Longest active drought without winning a playoff round. Reds, 1995, and the NFL team. Oh, get this. Give me a second with the NFL. <clears throat> so they're not making the playoffs, winning a playoff. Winning game. a playoff round. Yes. So it's not the Cowboys. Cowboys have won one under McCarthy. It's not the Lions. Obviously, they won now. I don't think the Cowboys have won one under McCarthy, but they won yeah, one. Yeah, McCarthy's one and four in the postseason in Dallas. Who did he beat? They won last year. They won a. Who did they beat? They won last year. They won last year. Is that the Chargers? The Chargers playoff game. They, no, they, oh, I thought the, you. Were, I thought you were saying did they they beat the Chargers? No, 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 like, no. I'm they, saying who was it? The Chargers? No, though? that was the ja Jags Chargers last year, right? But they, yeah, that was the Jags Chargers. Chargers lost. So I'm saying they're the Chargers the won. A, oh, 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 no. Thank no, you. No, no, sorry. Okay. sorry, I thought you were talking about Dallas. No, no, not the Chargers. Not the not the Jets. Nah. Uh, nah. Titans. I'm just scrolling through all the different teams. <clears throat> what about? Uh, no, they didn't. They lost to the uh, Niners in the first round last year. The, says, yeah. the, says, yeah. the Cowboys did? Yeah, brah. Well, Wild maybe card was, weekend. Then maybe it was the, the year before. Well, they no, they the have year... they have won a game under Mike McCarthy. He's one and four in the postseason. Yeah. I thought they won last year, but I'm Shoot, mistaken. Is it like 
Vegas, Oakland? Like, what? Well, man, I, I can't even come up with this. What about the fish? Uh, the fish, Miami. What about the dolphins? I'm sorry, I'm doing two things at once. Yes, it is the Miami Dolphins. I was gonna say, I was just, That's tr- I was just scrolling through, and I'm like, when's the last time Miami won <clears throat> Jack Squat? Two thousand. That was the last time they won. They won, and who did? Two thousand. Who was their quarterback? Is that like Ray Lucas, Chad Pennington, maybe? Two thousand. I don't even know who. I, I guess I got Jay look Fiedler. Up. No, he was like 2005. Hmm. I have no idea who the hell they were quarterback. I think Marino is. actually in 2000 might. No, he had just retired because Elway retired in 98. I, God, I well, we'll look it up, guys. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing called the internet. <laughs> Sit here all night and try to guess that. No, my mind is the internet. Darn yeah, it, Rob. Robert, last year. Last I, year, yeah. I, was I right. clicked on the wrong one. Cowboys beat the Buccaneers. The Bucks. 31 14. That's what it was. Last year, and then they got. They kicked Tom Brady's ass. And then the Niners got him. Wasn't that Tom Brady? Yeah, that was Brady's last. Kicked his ass. Get out of here, Brady. <laughs> get out of here. Get out. Say, get. Bitch. Um, okay, yeah, no Miami. Okay, so now we need to know the... Hold on. Googling <laughs> things live on the radio. Uh, blip, 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 blip. <laughs> Doing our Mike uh, Francesa snowed in radio. What are you looking up now? <clears throat> well, who was the Dolphins quarterback in 2000? Oh, yeah. You guys want to know? I got, I got answers. I just it takes me some time. I'm guessing Chad Pennington. I don't know why, but I no, I'm... that was too early. He was still in New York, and Joe Namath was still saying how he had a he's a passer, not a thrower, and I want to kiss you, Cleo Susie Lemon, Culver. Ray Lucas, Cleo Lemon. No, I'm just going of any Dolphin quarterback that I can remember. Dave Wansai was their coach. Jay Fiedler, yes, Jay Fiedler, Jay Fiedler, Jay Fiedler. He had those big. He had that big Trent Dilfer face mask. <clears throat> Yeah, his season stats were not great. Well, Quarterback rating good. of 74, 14 tutties, 14 picks. Dolphins, a uh, sneaky, crappy franchise. They don't get the flack that uh, the other ones do. Yeah, they are sneaky, crappy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we give everyone else crap. Why don't we give them the Dolphins crap? We are. Yeah, take Listen that. to Colin Cowherd. <laughs> he actually had the idea of a quarterback that can come in and play in the cold weather. <laughs> a, that's right. A rotating quarterback. You know what that's called innovative. Innovative. Innovative thinking. All right, we wrap up the NFL playoff pepitas. Coming up next, the team that the Houston Texans resemble most on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Well, my Texans looking pretty good, beating the uh, Browns, but we'll get more into this tomorrow. But. Um, because we already got to turn the page and look ahead to the divisional round. But uh, oftentimes when things like this happen in Wild Card Weekend, we over-inflate. You know, if a team blows out a team, we thought, well, actually, uh, the Packers and the Texans were both underdogs. Yes. So they were not even favored. No. And the Packers were big dogs. And yet they both blew out the favorite. Yeah. So we oftentimes take that and completely overreact to it and then um, jock them for the next round, and they, um, you know, they go down sometimes yeah. easily. Yeah, a lot of the media people obviously now jocking Green Bay and like, oh, you know, but it, Vegas doesn't think so. I mean, Vegas has, I think San Francisco is favored by 10, maybe 11 points. Well, Houston is also uh, a nine and a half, some point underdog. Yeah. So, so Vegas is not buying into it, but obviously when you, you, and by the way, San Francisco, I think 11 of their 12 wins have been by double digits this year, so including the, the Packers, but... I think when you look at Houston and you look at Green Bay... Wait, they've already played? Yeah, they already played. Uh, you sure about that? Uh, I'm fairly certain. We're going to have to Google this? 
Uh, I'll Google it right now, but I am 99% certain 99. that the 99% certain that uh, the Niners and the Packers played, which probably means that I'm wrong. You are wrong. They did not. They did not play? <laughs> no. Rat fart. Oh, in they played face. they played in the <clears throat> Nope. Nope, they didn't play at all. I just told you that. Yeah. What do you I th- not believe my Googling skills? When I when I pulled it up, it, I saw them on the schedule, but obviously that was the game coming up. <clears throat> I thought they had played Green Bay for some reason. My apologies. Um, in your face. In my face. The thing when you look at Green Bay, you look at Houston, is they're two of the younger teams in the NFL that aren't supposed to be here. Both of these were total rebuilds. And, you know, D'Amico Ryan's being a, a first, you know, first-year first coach, especially them, and young quarterbacks coming in right off the bat like C.J. Stroud aren't supposed to have these sorts of year uh, Jordan Love, his name was absolutely mud. There were parts of the season where he looked like an absolute fraud and then the last eight weeks i think he has the highest quarterback rating of anyone in the nfl 18 touchdowns to one pick in his last yeah, seven or eight they games showed that stat during the dallas game i was surprised by that yeah i didn't know that and when you look at both of these he's slinging it it's such a young these are just young exciting teams so <clears throat> regardless of what happens for green bay and houston let's say they both get blown out you're basically playing with house money oh, yeah. everything you're doing at this point is is so unexpected and the future looks so bright uh, when you look at these two offenses and defenses, so I, I just think this is both of these teams are really fun to watch to see if if one of them can can get over the hump. Although be careful because if, if one does, you know this is what what happens all the time. We're like, oh, it's a young team, and you know they they made it this far, and so now the expectation is it's like when the Blazers made the Western Conference Finals. Oh, you'll get back every year. No matchups, and you get some luck, and it doesn't mean that you're 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 just going <clears> to <throat> continue to grow and grow and grow. But with these two teams, their futures right now look extremely bright that you feel like you found your quarterback and a lot of key skilled position players. And if Jordan Love turns out, if this is Jordan Love, right, if if this is who he is, unbelievable that you go from Brett Favre to Aaron (laughs) Rodgers and seemingly have found Mm -hmm. another franchise quarterback in a league where finding franchise quarterbacks is the hardest thing to do. And these sons of guns may have done it for the third time in a row. Didn't they fire the GM that drafted Love, though? Isn't he gone or is he still there? No, I think he's still there. Isn't he? Is he still there? I think he's Uh, still there. Love and Stroud, by the way, identical numbers in their wins. Did you see that? No. Both guys went 16 for 21. Stroud 274, Love 272, and they both had three tutties. Oh, yeah. This was the one where uh, J.J. Watt got into a whole pissing match and Pat McAfee with Pro Football Focus. Because, they, yeah, they had the exact same stats, and Pro Football Focus <clears throat> had Love at like a 92 and Stroud at like a 78. And so they went on this whole rampage about how Pro Football Focus was dumb, and hmm. and then Pro Football Focus was defending themselves and was like, that's an ignorant opinion, and talk to us before you, you make these sort of claims. And so they had a whole weird online feud going today. Oh, well, I can honestly say I don't care. <laughs> but uh, it is interesting that they would have different numbers because they're— the stats were well, identical because Pro Football Focus, when they look at it, like like Stroud overthrew two touchdowns that should have been surefire touchdowns. He had another one that was an interception that was flat out dropped. Mm. So when Pro Football Focus is grading, and 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 three of your incompletions are two that should have been a touchdown and one that should have been an interception going the other way, that obviously is going to bump you down as opposed to Love, who just threw some incomplete passes. So there's things like that. Well, Houston has a little Seahawks. With rookie Russell Wilson vibes, yeah, I can see that they do. They have that. Somebody mentioned that on the broadcast. I think it was on the broadcast, or somebody was on the pregame shows, or something. 
And I thought that was a pretty good comparison. I mean, D'Amico Ryans is good. They just don't have that. building a defense. He's a defensive guy. The only difference is that Seattle defense was an all-timer. And this this Texans defense has a lot well, of young talent on it. But it was built into an all-timer. Yes. I mean, it wasn't right away. No. And that's the thing. Neither is theirs. So it'll be, uh, you know, they're they're fun. I, I really like Ryans, and I really like Stroud. And uh, besides Houston just being a cheating-ass city, <laughs> I'm good with them. I find both of those teams to be um, very likable, and they're what you're talking about the Packers, the Packers, and, and, the Texans? and the Texans. Like any time that you get written off, and 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 I feel for Jordan Love. Jordan Love, the, the pick didn't make any sense to me at the time with the Aaron Rodgers thing, and like that guy has been kicked in the teeth so many times, right? And they made him sign a like a prove it deal, like and, and again, six weeks into the season, he was he was done. And and look at where he's come from. And give Matt Lafleur some credit too. Is that guy? That guy has stayed the course. And I didn't necessarily agree with everything that Green Bay did, and I think they handled it kind of poorly at times. But look, there's another good coach. They have moved on from Aaron Rodgers in as seamless a way as humanly possible. And when when you move on, not from just him, but you move on from you know some of your elite offensive linemen, your all pro offensive linemen, and you're doing it with you know with with Musgrave and and young tight ends and and three young receivers, um, it's 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 impressive. It is absolutely impressive that Green Bay is sitting here right now, having just absolutely annihilated on the road a team that had won 16 straight uh, home games and was the number two seed. All right, uh, we'll get more into the divisional round games. Uh, tomorrow, three of the four are rematches. The one that isn't is the <laughs> the one that I was the one certain. that you thought was. Well, you were not certain. You were ninety nine percent. Ninety nine. I thought. I boy, that's a, that's a tape measurer moment for me. I was like, oh no, that's, that's yeah. They did not play the other three games are rematches, yeah. and we'll get more into that uh, tomorrow. But uh, we must move on to more important things here tonight, and it is should they have turned the plane around? I have two <laughs> instances. Where one was turned around, the other was not. Can I ever ask, is there ever been an instant where you've read a story where you say no. they should have turned it around? Very rarely. You're the Dan Campbell of of aviation safety. You're going for it every yeah. time. Well, yeah. yeah. You're already in the air. <laughs> you know, you can crash. No. You're not going to crash. Most of the time, it's just some jackwad acting up. Cares. Shove a sock in his mouth. Duct tape him to the... <laughs> Get to the destination. Get to the destination. So we'll get to that uh, to kick off the club next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 